Hi, this is Netta. The holiday season is upon us. Magically, and with a little hard work and the help of my son Max, really the initiative of my son Max, our house went from being filled with orange pumpkins and leaves to red and green and white decor. And we've only just begun. Holidays when I was growing up were filled with family. My dad came from a family of seven kids. I have 21 first cousins just on that side of the family alone. And now we've all had kids and some of those kids have had kids. Um, I really couldn't tell you how many's in that side. We spent like Thanksgiving sometimes with them if we could rent out a room (laughs) or somewhere like that. I mean, it was big, like rent a big hall of some sort. Um, And then my mom's side of the family have an aunt and uncle and three cousins. And we very often spent Christmas Um, seasons with them. But one of the things I loved, whichever side of the family we were with, was when the adults would start talking about which of us kids looked like which parent or grandparent. So-and-so has this person's eyes, and this person has grandpa's demeanor, and this person has grandma's spunk, and this person has their dad's this and their... I just loved that because it... I still love it, actually. It makes me feel like I belong. It's... It reminds me that I am a part of something bigger and really big if <laughs> it's the hoax side of the family. Um, since Chili and I have been married, I mean, for the last 31 years, we have not spent a lot of holidays with family. Um, we're, we're far away. And so we do that like recognition stuff a lot of times with pictures or FaceTime, like, oh, that picture you sent me when little Ruthie, our granddaughter, made that face. She looked just like her daddy or whatever. We do a lot of that same thing, just we're not actually together. But it makes us feel like we belong. We are a family. We're together. We have a place. As I've been reading in the book of Acts, in chapter four, um, the disciples who are beautifully filled with the Holy Spirit, have been just going around preaching and doing things that were very contrary to who they were prior to Jesus and the infilling of the Spirit. Verse 13 says, the members of the council were amazed. Now, these are the religious leaders of the time. They're amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. They were recognizable as having characteristics and traits of Jesus. They belonged. They belonged to that family. They belonged to God's family. So it's got me thinking this Christmas season, although we are going to get to be with a few of our family members um, after Christmas, which I'm so excited about. But it has me thinking of who do I look like? Who do I look like? And what am I doing with that? Because if I am hanging out with Jesus, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm praying in the Spirit every day, I should be reflecting Jesus. Now, in the next chapter of Acts, in chapter 5, it says um, that some of the disciples, I'm going to be reading in verse 17, um, that they had been arrested and put in a public jail just for talking about Jesus. But an angel of the Lord came at night in verse 19 and opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Then the angel told them, go to the temple and give the people the message of life. The message of life has been bouncing around in my head for about two or three weeks. 
the message of life. We are hearing the opposite of that continually between the pandemic, politics, the racial injustices, conspiracy theories, etc. We hear the opposite of life all the time. And how much do those around us need to hear the message of life? Now, let me give you an example of recently when I was definitely given the message of life. In August, I got COVID-19. I didn't get just a little case of, I lost my taste and smell and had a headache for two days. I got the full shebang, blammy, can't breathe, hardly can't talk, can't walk to the bathroom without crumbling and coughs for 15 minutes, etc. So sick. It's taken me over two months um, to really recover and be back to myself. Thank you, Jesus. But during that time, my husband and kids and some friends were the message of life to me. And here's what I mean. They weren't running into the bedroom or pounding on my bedroom door going, don't worry, Jesus is going to take care of you. Jesus is life, don't worry. No, they were living it out. As a matter of fact, I don't know of a time where I felt more loved by my husband than when I was so crazy sick because of the way he cared for me, just loving me, just doing the most practical things of bringing me trays of food. And my boys would put masks on their face and and cover their face with their shirts and and then bring this big tray of stuff for me and just like run in, lay it on the bed and run back out. And as they were running out, they'd be like, love you, mom. (laughs) They were brave. Those things of them caring for me was life. It was life-giving. People around us that are hurting and they're hearing bad news all the stinking time need somebody to speak life. They need somebody to notice them. They need somebody to notice the good in them. Um, I don't do a lot of grocery shopping. I've kind of gotten spoiled now when I use all the delivery services or the pickup services. But the few times that I am out and about, I always try to strike up a conversation, socially distanced, of course, but the way you can do that is notice someone and compliment them on something. You can always find something good about a person. Point it out. And then maybe a conversation about Jesus will come from that. Or maybe that person just needed right then to know that they were valuable to someone. You see, when we are assured that we belong to Jesus, that we look like him, we're part of him, it's so much easier to speak life to someone else, to share the message of life with someone else. People need it. They need to be valued. They need somebody to look them in the eye. They need to be listened to. And then they don't need to be reminded of what's going on. Or, oh yeah, the schools might shut down. Or the sports this. Or the politics that. or the... They don't need that as much as they need someone to encourage them. Someone to share words of life. My friend, if you belong to Jesus... You belong to Jesus. You look like your dad. You look like Jesus. You look like your family. 
so you belong. And that gives us courage with the Holy Spirit to speak life and love into someone else. And that is just a little piece of my heart. <laughs>